What's up, everybody? Oh, yes, we're live. I have to mute it because, you know, every week we go live on Twitch, Insta, uh, sorry, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. And sometimes they block us up because we all know how Facebook stays. But I'm going to let the video run because this is our guest today. So I want to welcome everybody to The Zone, Season 3. We are at Episode 2. I'm so happy everybody is here. So whether you are watching us on um, Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook, I can see everybody. So make sure you share out the link. Make sure that you, uh, if you have comments or you want to ask an artist a question, write it in the chat, whichever platform you're on. I'm going to see all of it. I'll respond to you. I'll ask the guests. So make sure you do that. I just want to say welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here today. Of course, I got to big up all our sponsors that you see on the screen. DJ Simply Smooth, Maverick Customs, Rhythm Stream, and Mr. Roots. Any of those guys you want to hit up for any of their business, you can. DJ Simply Smooth. If you don't know, he does mixing, mastering, production of DJ drops, radio imaging, DJ services. So hit him up. Maverick Customs, all our graphics you see for the zone and beyond, they do that. So make sure you hit up Maverick Customs. Rhythm Stream, of course, our Caribbean focused entertainment distribution platform. If you are an artist, um, of any kind, producer, musician, you want to hit up Rhythm Stream, they will get your stuff out there. And of course, Mr. Roots of Wiz Records, big up your damn self. Record labor powerhouse um, based out of Brooklyn, New York. New York, who I miss. I will visit you soon, but I want to big up everybody. Thank you so much for being here today. Of course, if you want to be a sponsor and you'd like to have me talk about your product or whatever it is that your business does, we can do that right here on this pretty little screen. All you got to do is send us an email, info at Soka Matters. So that's S-O-C-A Matters with an S dot com. Send us, uh, you know, the name of your business information and we will get to that. So enough of the long talking. As you can see, I have a beautiful woman on my screen here and I'm going to have her live momentarily, but she is an artist from Trinidad. Um, she is the 2016 ISM Caribbean breakout artist. She was a 2018 ISM finalist. And in 2020, she was a semi-finalist. Uh, she's also a star that continuously is growing in her craft. Someone who not only performs, but she writes her music. I want everybody to welcome to the zone, none other than the sexy Soka princess herself. Check her out right there, Jadel. Big up your damn self. Big up. Big up. I love it. If you all are not fans of her, you will be after this interview. She's gorgeous. She's smart. She's intelligent. She's artistic. Before I even get into the questions, how are you? I'm good. I'm really good. I'm coping. I'm holding in there, hanging in. Yeah, of I'm course. The of pandemic. Course. The pandemic has been there. very, very tricky. Um, I do want to ask, how is your daughter doing? Oh, she's good. She's inside the bedroom there watching TV. I give her food to eat to not disturb me. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I do have to ask, so people know, where in the world are you right now? I know you're repping your home country, but let everybody know where you are. I am in Trinidad at the moment, for the Spain to be exact. Um, yes, I was born and bred there. I'm a Trini to the bone. Yes, I travel a lot. People think that I live abroad, but I live here. Trinidad. Right. Trinidad. Yes. Big up all my TNT family. Um, yes. Of course, I got to ask because I'm in Toronto. Have you been to Toronto? I think you have once for a Dr. Yes, Day jam. Yes, I did for the show with Dr. J has these big events. So I performed at one of Dr. J's um, big events and it was really good. It sold out and I loved that experience. I actually was pregnant that time when I visited Toronto. Oh, so that, was that would have been 2018, right? Yes. Oh, wow. Um, when you were here, did you get to go around anyway? Yes, yeah, so I went to the, um, the towers. Um, where did I, it was cool, Niagara Falls. Um, there's this big tower. I yeah, our C, it's our CN Tower. Yes, that's And yes. then you go all the way to the top and, and you can see the, the city. The fish aquarium. Oh, yes. yes. I forgot. Uh, Ripley's Aquarium. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's cool. You know what's funny? I've never been there yet and I live here. What eating, I tell you. I was like, Toronto, I'm going there first, definitely. That's yeah. cool. So when you come back, I'll take you. We'll go again. I appreciate it. <laughs> Before I get into the questions, I got to ask, I hear in a little feedback of my voice in your screen. Is it really? just the phone? Yeah, I'm, hear I'm hearing it now. It sounds like 
I'm because you don't have it in a speaker, right? No, it's not on the speaker. Um, let me put. Oh, that pretty. Are you hearing me? No, I can hear you, but I'm hearing me. You think you could just maybe try to volume down a little bit? Yes. Let's see if that works. Can you hear me better? I hear you great. I oh, that's perfect. Yeah. So I think it was a. Uh, it was bouncing my voice, so that's good. I can hear you fine. Okay, good. Okay, that's good. All right, so let me get into the questions now. I know the people are all locked on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Like I said, if you guys have questions, make sure you write it in the chat. I will ask her, but I'm gonna start with the questions I have first. Let me start with your artist name, because I don't think people know. I know what your government name is, but I don't wanna ball it out. So tell me how we got your artist name. Um. Well, my name is Jadine Leger, but I mean, they used to call me Jade because they say it's French and Trinidad. They don't have time to say Ja and Je and whatever. So my name was always Jade for short. Mm -hmm. And L for Leger. They started calling me Jade L. And then that's it. That's how oh, it so started. All the time. And I love the name Jade L too. So I just stuck with it from ever since. I love it. Okay. And I feel like your name encompasses so many things like beauty sexuality music just everything <laughs> confidence and and i want to talk about what you're wearing right now because that is so beautiful um you changed up your hair than what i normally see i love the outfit talk about whoever made that in trinidad for you talk about your sponsor there of that clothing oh it's remy here by remy it's a, a guy he did it it's beautiful i love the locks i've always loved locks um i mean i, I don't think i could keep locks in 24 right through my life but with the technologies and stuff that they have i'm going to this is my new look for a while. i'll be keeping um, the same for a while and it's a protective style so it's enabling me to take care of my scalp easily grease it and you know yeah. enjoy the, the little blonde this is silver butterfly um locks i love it and it's different it's because you love pink Huh? I know I know you love pink, so it's different oh, yeah, from your normal look, right? Look. <laughs> Who knows? I might put a little pink somewhere in, in between there next week or something. <laughs> you never know. I know you can. You probably can. So I'm waiting Definitely. for it. Because, like, for you not to have pink is so odd for me. When I was I was like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. But I'm like, you don't have pink <laughs> on. That's so different. I know, for right? Me. Everything is pink with me. I don't know why. This crazy obsession with pink. But pink represents feminism. It's like it's beautiful it's girly and to be honest i was a tomboy before so oh, this yeah. is a whole big transition i think that i don't know why i, I just got this big transformation done and i just want to be a girly girl <laughs> sometimes that's how it happens eh? you grow up all your life just being one way and then you start progressing and then obviously the music which we're going to talk about your early career and then that's it. You just change. Well, you be I, I don't even know what you look like, like a tomboy, but I'm sure you were beautiful then and you're beautiful now. So that's no worries. I don't see nobody complaining online. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about your music. When you started early in your career, how old were you? I started singing at the age of nine. I did not know, um, you know, if I was really going to take it seriously. I just had a a passion for music, especially Mariah Carey was my idol. I was just and gonna ask I, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just singing her songs, trying to hit those high notes like it was like an obsession to hit those high notes, do all the curls. I've, I've been training myself from since young. I've, um, how it started, I was in school. Mm -hmm. um, everybody's been in the choir and they will just put everybody spontaneously to sing a little piece. I was shy right. and there was like, I think I was behaving bad, and they said I was supposed to be in punishment. Yeah, and they said they will redeem me if it is you get up and sing now. Um, they wouldn't do the punishment anymore, you know. Oh. So get up and sing. Who who did the wrong thing? And I started singing, and everybody started clapping, and it was like, do you remember what you were singing? The teacher put me as the lead singer for the choir. And yeah. to represent the school in the music festival in the soprano yeah. category, in which That's I came cool. in the finals. And on the, upon the final top three, I couldn't sing that day because I got really hoarse and sing. And I, didn't, I didn't show up, but that's where it started at. Oh, I like that. So R&B was your first love then. Was, was there any other musical influences besides the Mariah Carey's? Like, were you listening to other any R&B influences? Well, I, it was just crazy 
Mariah Carey right through until um Destiny Child came out. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, Destiny Child. <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> I, um, Whitney Houston definitely was one, of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, but I'm a, a more soprano type, and she's more Whitney with more the belt. Yeah, she was the so yeah, I she was like the bottom of that. Yeah, I used to stick to the more what I think would be easy for me to sing, which is the high soprano yeah. one. And we're gonna so, talk about that because your new music too, you your lyrics. Uh, huh? Your sound, your new music. We're gonna talk about that too because your your current sound, like you can hear that, you can hear that oh. range when you're singing, yeah. and I love that about you. Um, let, talk about you know when you changed over, when you went from the R and B to soca. Why did your family have any comments about that? What was that like? Okay, the change started when I actually moved to another place in Trinidad, and the neighbors was just. Blasting soca music and chutney music right through the whole time. But where I used to live before, I was just playing. It was a quiet residential area. You won't hear any other thing, but right. only my songs that I was exposed to. So when I was exposed to soca, I just felt this beautiful, happy vibes every day. I used to look forward to going home because it was like a party and a vibes and a enjoyment every day when you go home all the people outside the blasting soca music loud it was like festivities yeah. i was like this is life where the soca has been all my life like i just found a, a passion with soca and yeah. i still stuck with singing my r&b pop different cover versions and stuff um for weddings christenings yeah. graduations um i happened to be singing in a casino at the time and then the band, the owner of the band Surface and Traffic, they mm -hmm. discovered me and asked me if I would be interested in becoming a frontline singer in the oh. band. In so that's how band. you got into the band because I read that you started with Biggie Irie, was that first in 2009? And then after that, you went over to Surface and Traffic? I think singing the backup for Biggie Irie. Um, I'm, stu I'm studying. I know, I'm yeah, making you go, I'm making first. you go back in time, eh? Yeah, I think that was first actually, yeah. That was, mm -hmm. I think, a couple of months before being discovered by Surfers, like it was for Carnival. Yeah. And I went backstage with a friend who was singing background vocals for these soca artists and stuff. And I was used to be backstage because I love soca. And I was just right. like hoping one day I would become one of them. And then Biggie, I really needed a background vocalist and I auditioned and he said yes. Let's go and um, do Big Girls. Yeah, the yeah. song called Big Girls. Um, for Soka Monarch Finals. Right. Could you excuse me one second? This no worries. That is no worries. Don't worry. Life of a mom. You see? This is it, people. When you're doing live, this is it. It's life of a mom. But we're going to get to that, too. Don't forget, if you're watching the live stream, make sure you put the questions in the chat. We will ask Jadel any of the questions that you have. Tell her to come say hi. Let me see she. What's her name? Baby, I don't know what she wants. What's her name? Say hello. She's two years. Her name is Kaylee. Hi, Kaylee. She's really big for her age. I don't Hi, know Nadia. what was the problem. She was inside the bedroom all the time. Now she's out here, terrible too, throwing tantrums. I have a <laughs> little friend here, a little playground, a little park. I love party, it. A bike, a but she just wants mama's um, attention. Yeah, I know. I see it. She's so cute, though. Yeah. Okay. Hi, mom. Do you know that you're talking? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no problem. So don't forget if you're looking for, you're looking to sponsor The Zone, we are looking for sponsorship always. Make sure you email us, info at socamatters.com. Again, if you're looking for us to talk about your business, your product, I am all for that. I'd love to do that on this platform um, because we're all about supporting local. But even if you're not local in Canada, we'll talk about you, whatever product you're doing. Um, we're also looking for more interviews. So I'm looking for more dope people to talk to. So if you uh, you know, are a DJ, producer, advertising, sales, you whatever. The game, the game was, um, hi. Hi, I'm there. Are you there? You're back? Okay, good. Yes. The game, <laughs> the game. <laughs> uh, see, yeah, everybody's got to know. This is the life of a mom. And you know what's funny? That we're going to talk about this too, because 
people don't understand when you're an artist as a woman you've got plenty jobs and yeah. sometimes it, being an artist you get you know you get you're in this industry where it kind of makes you pick and we're going to talk about that um i don't want to go into it just yet it's going to be my next question but let me talk back about uh when you were with biggie irie how you went over the traffic and surface my question for that was going to really be you went from being in a band to band being backup singer and then coming solo what did you enjoy about both of those experiences and what made you want to just branch out um i definitely enjoyed being in the band especially as a starter because remember you just you have the support of yeah. uh, being on uh, stage with the people that you have been practicing with and you have proper rehearsals with the band and you know they're drilling you and the crew and you and stuff it was a it was a really difficult transition for mm. me to branch from r&b into soccer because they was like, leave R&B out of the alphabet. Don't do no curls. And soca is not about that. It's about aggression singing and stuff. And yeah. um, I was really grateful for the exposure. I got a lot of exposure and, you know, from the weight of the band. And yeah. the only thing I had an issue with was um, I started getting a lot of solo gigs being mm -hmm. hired for me. And some of the band, the band was like, didn't want me singing on my own. It's yeah. like if you're hiring me, you hire the band as well. If not, I had to turn it down. And then the band wasn't really getting much gigs on their right. own anymore. So I was turning down a lot of solo gigs that I was getting for having a mm. very good song that year. Yeah. Um, and missing out on a lot of opportunities because some of these shows may not have the finances to hire a whole band. And of course. It's expensive. Promoting promoting is expensive. Like hiring a whole band is a lot. You're talking about all the artists, their equipment, travel. It can be a lot. And I think um, for you as an artist, people, even artists who are watching you, you know, looking at you as a woman and saying you're my idol, it's important to know that eventually you'll have to grow. Yes, definitely. And at the end of the day, sometimes if, if I say, all right, I put my foot down and say, I am taking a solo gig. As yeah. well, because I have a career and I have to make money as well. But then they'll be like, um, it's at a clash with the band. Like I'll get a act that will pay way more a solo than what the band was paying. Of so course. sometimes you have to choose. Of course, the band take first preference. When I realized then that I was I was being more flexible, and then with the band, you kind of travel as you can. You can't um leave the country because you have to have band practice Tuesday and Thursday every week. Right. So I was like, after a while, I wanted to pension to being a solo artist. Of course, you have because to, what did they say? You have to, you have to grow to go, right? Like that's yes. just how it is, right? So yes. I like that. And I like that transition. I think for you too, as an artist, it just, it, it just helps you keep getting better and better. And it's not that that experience or those bands are awesome. Nobody's ever saying anything bad about yes, any of no, that. It's really good. It really yeah. helps. It puts you on that stone and on that platform. Yeah, Definitely. absolutely. So let's talk about the motherhood thing. Cause I do want to get to that. So as we can see, you're a mother, beautiful daughter. And it, you know, <laughs> life is busy. I know for female artists, right? They always, any music scene, any industry, whether it's the Caribbean or Hollywood or whatever, it's always a thing, you know, when you're a mother, you got to choose. They kind of indirectly force that on you. Um, and I know for people like the Cardi B's of the world, the Patrice, the Fayans of the world, the Alice Nines, the Sierra, Beyonce, Lauren Hill, we've seen them be mothers. And then we've seen them do this massive creative thing with music. Do you feel like motherhood has unlocked some kind of musical power within you? Oh, to be honest, I think I definitely think so. Because first of all, having a child is such a blessing that yeah. opens doors and opportunities. So I, to me, see so my way so much and so much opportunities open and things has happened for the better and the best. Um, since I made that child, I don't know if it was magic or blessing or whatever. And it definitely unleashed um, some supernatural powers that I didn't know about. You understand? Because you yes. don't know you're capable of doing these things and things that you took for granted before. You're no longer taking like time when you were so free and you could have done anything and you could have gone to the studio four and five times in a week. 
You can't yeah. really do this now. You can't just pick up yourself and go to a studio because yes, many times I have to take the baby in the studio with me, record a song holding her from yeah. top to finish. I remember recording a song. Which song was that? Huh? Do you remember which song that was? Um, I think that was Jam There, I did not make the baby. She was like three months or oh, four yeah. months. And yeah. yeah, she was strictly breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. So she, I breastfeed her and I sang that song from top to finish. But what was the difference with this is that before I used to take eight hours to record a song and doing it over and over and not cutting it, not getting it, doing it over and over. And I cut it in two hours with a baby in my hand. You know, yes, that is a power. That is a power. Men, I, I love my fellas. Yeah, right? yeah. I love my fellas, but that's a power y'all don't understand. You will never understand. Like, and as much as the industry might force them kind of decisions, we can do it, you know. We definitely, can do it. definitely. And um, yes, they might say, Oh, why would to have a child? No, child will, will spoil the career. No, these same women doing it can yeah. be. Beyonce, all these people, um, and everybody, you're just, the child motivates you to yeah. do better. So you literally going forth and putting out more music, putting better quality because you now have a dependent and your life is so devoted to this child and your love for this child that you don't want to let this child down. You're not, you're not like a no, you're not taking things as a joke. Right, you know, we're taking things seriously. So yes, that's when I start to get proper management, proper team, PR, you name it. I see it yeah, as a everything as a career, and not just for the love, but as a a career. Yeah, and you see the business side as it. You, before. I must say I wasn't that serious before mm -hmm. I had to be. Right, I had to say that. Yeah, and it see, changed you between now and before. Right. I mean, because even in 2020, we see you released an album and then, you know, now you're going into 2021 and she's two now. And I'm seeing even more drive from you just as an, like as a fan, like I say it in every interview. I'm not only interviewing you as an interviewer for a platform. I'm also a fan, too. Right. I listen to your music. So it's cool to see you grow like that. Do you, did you um do you find that when you were I mean, you talked about it a little bit, but. Did you find that there was a lot of negativity um, when you were, you know, because you, you're a mother, obviously, and then also there's all this, like, great sexuality and sexual confidence. The two of them together, did you find that there was more negativity now or or no? I don't think so, you know, because based on all these women that have been setting examples um, before, they can come down on me when, you know, I don't be doing as as bad as the other people do, you know? Right. I still, I mean, I find I team it down a little, a little more, um, but I'm still about that confidence and that drive and that sexuality because I like to show that not because you're mom, you mean that you pack up and you have to look like a mom or you have to dress like a mom and, you know, like just doom and gloom, like how people just want to think and you let yourself go. You still want to show that you're the same way, even better. You want yeah, to show that you're shining and you're glowing, your fashion out there, your confidence even more. Mm -hmm. You have a child, you want the child marching in, in outfits, you're all doing it. And yeah, that's, I, I really, even if it has a negative, um, negative impact with like maybe the haters or whatever out there, I will look at it as not me being sexual and a mom, I would think of because I'm reaching further in life. Yes. When you reach further in life, you tend to get more negative um, anyhow you take it. Yeah, so that's true. I tend to just turn a deaf ear and a blind eye to yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm doing me, you know, and yeah, the sexuality confidence is here to stay <laughs> because that's Good. just me. That's yes. what I enjoy and that's what I feel comfortable in. I'm not yes. like, Speaking of anything like that. Ooh. So take that, everybody listening. Take that. Because I love, like, every time you pop out a video, I'm just like, holy bananas. I can't move so, but I need to learn. You make me want to learn. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just me. Um, I just like the sexy, confident um, look. I yeah. love it. And, and one more question on the motherhood thing. When you're not doing music, what, what's one thing you and your daughter like to do a lot together? Um, oh, she loves to go like the pool and the beach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm always in the pool or the beach with her. 
um i enjoy playing with her i enjoy seeing her happy yes. i enjoy you know i have a nice little princess um bedroom for her set up and makes mm-hmm. it have fairy lights and i'm sure if you go on my instagram you would have seen it um yes. in the highlights and um, i enjoy just seeing mm-hmm. her being happy so oh my gosh people trying to yeah. call you Tell yes. the people them don't call you. You're busy right now. Right. Bloody ass. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. So people discovering you right now that that didn't know about you. How would you describe your soca sound to them? Um. How would Good I question. describe my soca self to them? Um. Your soca sound. Your sound. Like it. Like if somebody were to ask you, oh, yeah, your sound. <laughs> no, no. Your soca sound. Your soca sound. All right. Well, based on some advice before, I was given to leave the R&B aspect out of it and to more go with the grunge, hardcore, roughness, aggressive style singing, but and the authentic singing. But I mean, I love the, I love that. Yes, and I started off singing like that. But remember, no, not I started off singing soca like that, like yeah. with this raunchy effect. But the R&B style was still within me. You yeah, know, and absolutely. I would love that I could fuse soca with R&B and dance soul. Mm-hmm. I love, love, love the fusion of R&B and pop or R&B and um, dance soul with soca. Yeah, so, I love that. I think there's one song you have, and it's got that dance hall flavor. I forgot the sample. Is it bo- bossy? Is it bossy? Um, it half wrong than wrong. Yeah. wrong wrong Yeah. Right, so I love to incorporate these things in my song, um, yes. my style. I co-produced that song as well, Wrong and Wrong. That to me is one of my most popular songs. Oh, I so love that track. Wrong and Wrong. Yeah. Oh, you and can sing. I ain't stopping you, eh? <laughs> I, I did audio engineering, so I definitely started dabbling into production, and that's where I started Um doing samples and mm-hmm. um that's definitely that doom 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 i say definitely i want to do a song like that yeah I want to have that in the back and put a soaker on top of it and it was a wrap well i hope after this interview i i uh i inspire you to go write something and just you know hail me up for hail me up like for a that. credit yeah <laughs> i haven't done a party party vibe song so far i've more keeping it mellow and low because it was like some people would say if you're singing raunchy and stuff you don't know how to sing or you can't show vocal abilities and stuff so i was like you know what let me mellow it down and sing a little r and stylish do a little cool here and stuff fuse it up and i will go back to the party bashman style soon yeah Oh, no, the, I think the video froze. Hold on. I just want to make sure. Huh? I think the video froze, but I can hear you. Hello? Can you hear me? Oh, ah, there you are. Hold on. Let me see what's going on. I hear it, but the video is slow I now. I think it's stuck. It's a, yeah, it was. Oh, you can hear me? Wow. You can hear me now? Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Internet, internet, don't worry, it, it has happened. Okay. <laughs> I can see you, it's just the video is moving a little slow, but that's okay, it'll, it'll catch up. Okay. So I did want to ask you if you can, if you can hear me now. Oh, okay, yeah. one, of the, one of the viewers said we're good to go, so the video is good. So um, I know in 2020 when you released your album, you said that your motto for 2020 was 2020 is plenty. Now, yeah. now that we're at 2021, do you have a motto or a mantra that you're going to go forward with? Because I know you're creating. I mean, I took it down for 2021. 2020, that's when I didn't know the pandemic was going to escalate into such a disaster. Right. Um, 2020 is plenty because that was the year that I did a lot of songs. That's the most I ever recorded. I think I recorded about six or seven songs. Normally, mm-hmm. I'll do one or two for the year. Yeah. Um, so it's like 2020 is plenty. And that was the first year that I've been booked so much. The yeah. only time I've been booked up from March straight till September. Yes, and I read, I heard an interview you did somewhere. You said you were booked for all over the world. Amsterdam, Singapore, just all kinds of places. And the pandemic came and mash up life. 
TBC, yeah. So I'll be like, oh my gosh. So right now, because I was sucking so out there and that happened, I have to take it down. I have no motor for 2021 because I'm just staying it by here, you know, holding it, holding my corner, staying inside and yeah. creating. Yeah. And, creating and, and talking 2021, I guess. That's yes. the name of <laughs> and let me talk yeah, about this creativity and this new music that you have in the video I was playing earlier. So early in 2021 Carnival for the release, you did Deserve It All, which is fire for the gallum, like just a fire video. Um, I can see, I got to big up uh, Julian's Promos TV because the video had dropped there first and you're yeah. already at over 30K views as of this morning. Yes. Did you know that? It's, I, it's bananas. I'm like, oh my God, you have so many views. Um, your vocals on there, talking yeah. about your vocals, you can hear that that fusion and that 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 note that you can hit is very much there. Tell us a little bit about this track, Deserve It All. Um, It was um how it started off was uh, CL Productions, we got to the producer, um, Sherrod Lewis. I fell in love with his production when he did a song for Shensia and Cass. Mm -hmm. And I love his style. It was a total crossover style. Yes. And I said, I wanted a style like that. So I wrote a song and I sent it to him. Mm -hmm. And he did the music and I recorded it. And then I didn't like how it came out because I was more trying to fuse soccer with Afrobeats. Ah, like, so you had a different vision. It was like an Afrobeat dance all summer soca vibe. Right. That is what it meant for. And then uh, some of me and Julian, which is part of my team, did not um, really like how it turned out. Right. And I said, we're going to rewrite this song, but we're keeping the music because the music beat was so beautiful. Keeping mm -hmm. the music of what he did towards around my song. And yeah. at that time, Sessin, right, was really high in Trinidad. Like, there's something called Sessin Movement, which is like local dancehall. Yes. Like, they call it fresh and youthful style. So I just wanted to incorporate what I like as well. You know, a little style of dancehall, a little um freshness a little youth a yeah. little um swag and says like whether you are bad girl in a sheets yeah or if you're like one time just do it here like that type of style you know and then i just wanted to like females so petty i, I was having issues with females in the soccer industry you know yeah they're just so crabbing a barrel not supporting and i realized that a lot of my followers was male and i really wanted to gain the um the, the female follow yeah and i needed to do a female empowerment song yeah yeah just with all girl things that could give them confidence like how yeah. i would feel in my music video in my pictures and stuff like you're not about taking i see so much of females they just like to put a whatsapp on black this black picture you know they're always down they're always hating on one another for having yeah. a purity complex and they're always being judgmental as to if a female doing this or doing that so i was just speaking in general um however you are girl go girl you can have it all yes you just do the thing and yes. empower women and that's how this song came about that is a um, song that is very very much needed because i think i think you're right in it, it, not just the caribbean scene i think in the caribbean in a whole you know, like for so many years, generations have been taught certain things and they didn't know any better. But now that we're in the 21st century, I think these generations coming up, we can break that stuff. So that's why I definitely deserve it all for me as a fan resonated because it's like, who gives a shit about anything else, man? Exactly. Like, you do good, you do bad, they're going to talk. So do your thing. You do your do thing. Don't study about nobody else. Don't study about being judged right? or anything like that. To just keep your back because if you do good, you could do the best. You could be the biggest. You're going to have negatives. You're going to have criticism. You're going to have people pulling you down. Yeah, do what man. you do and what you do best and what works for you. Bam, bam, so, words spoken, yeah. interview done. No, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> but 100%, one of our viewers just said 100% agree with you. Um, mm -hmm. Let me talk about the lyrics because... Like I said, the lyrics are very, very on point. Now, I know you wrote most, if not all of it, most of it, though. Tell um, me what was going on that day. Because oh, yes. I definitely sent it In to my feels. Kids Israel, I wanted to collaborate on this track with a, a very renowned writer right. named Kit Israel. And he's also a very big producer. Um, did a lot of um, Soka Monap come winnings. And yeah, he did the same tender for Patrice and that yeah. rhythm pump in there. Um, 
I mean, if I go to start with his work, I wouldn't finish. But yeah, it's a long catalog. He was the one who sang Wine to the Ground and Stick Out Your Tongue and Crack Out the Intro. He, he recorded that, you know, for, the, for that vibe. He wrote um, the fresh lyrics. I did melodies. We just come together and it was just, it was beautiful. He props to Kit Israel. He did a wonderful job in collaborating with me in this exactly. song, writing. I must say, and I'm really grateful. I'm definitely looking forward to working with him again. Yeah, man. Because yeah, but- that hook, that hook for Deserve It All is just like you start building it, building it, and bam, you hit me with it. Like, I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You can have it all. Yes, definitely. Um, He was the one who literally said, Deserve It All. Mm. He was definitely in, um the one for that. Like, I like that. Given the title, everything, because he was so connected. He, he feel where I was coming from, and I know mm-hmm. people. From singing a song called Bossy, which mm-hmm. is um, I'm fly, I'm bossy, I'm yeah, independent, I'm sophisticated. Um, yeah, so we was all up, we was all on that woman empowerment vibe. Yeah, I love yes. that. That song is I love that track, Bossy. Like that one is definitely is a big pimping song for the ladies. If y'all haven't checked it out, you gotta go to yeah. JDL Music on YouTube and check that out. My other question was this with the video now. So I know Deserve It All came out for early carnival 2021, and then you dropped the video. Like I said, the video's got like the 30k plus views and counting. You actually filmed this in I believe it's two locations. One is a beach, but the other one was like uh, a mansion in Tobago. Like, yes. how did that even? It's beautiful. It is yeah, so beautiful. It's like a castle. How did you Azuelo, hook that up? Yes, Azuelo Mansion. Um, mm-hmm. definitely in Tobago. It's a secret hideaway place. Um, mm-hmm. not really popular. So I discovered that on the internet, and I reached out to them and told them that I wanted to do a video. I'll be really, really appreciative to use that. Yeah. Um, location. Um, like I have not seen it in any other. Um, and I haven't either. That's what it stuck out to me because I'm like, you know, everybody films all over in Tobago in Trinidad by this beach, by that beach, by this one road, T shopping, double shopping, yeah. whatever, right? On the street in the middle of the road. But then I saw the mansion and I'm like, holy crap, that place is beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. I, oh my gosh. Like, I don't even think that the, the video is doing it as much justice because mm-hmm. I had so much of shots in the video, but you remember there's only a certain amount of clips that could fit in the video. Yeah. But wow, the, it, it's even more beautiful than it, um, that it looks. That pool, man, I saw that pool and I was like, girl, just jump in already, please. <laughs> yeah. I, had when you- I had parts, I think I need to do a behind the scenes making of that Can video. Can you please? Because yes. I have, a lot of clips that was left out, you know? I think you should. Honestly, on your YouTube channel, because I'm following it, and I know I know you put everything on there, you should. You should do a behind-the-scenes for that, because I, I do agree. Like, you can see the video, and it was great, but I think if you've got more footage to see that place, and even yes. just your commentary and making it, that'd be kind of dope. That'd be cool. Definitely. I love, love, love that um, place. So I was really grateful, and I always am um, giving them their credit for 100. Um... We collaborated with it. Yeah. Um, I was blessed to get it free of charge. <laughs> oh, that's even better. I love that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, because she loved this song. Yeah. And definitely would have wanted to collaborate with And, you know, we help each other. It was a female I dealt with. So oh, even that's better. even better. She, yeah. I helped her. She helped me. Because now everybody's asking, where is this mansion? Yeah. And everybody asking me for the number for the mansion. Mm-hmm. So at least that is what it was meant to do. Help each yeah, other. Exactly. Um, that's what the song was meant for. Um, Batter trade. If I have if I could help you, you could help me. We all work together in harmony. Yeah. Big up big up the owner of the mansion. So yeah. I wanted to ask, because like you know, 2020, we know you lost a lot of gigs, like every other artist. When you get back to performing live. Is there, forget, okay, so forget Canada, forget US, and forget home where you are. Across the world, the other side of the waters, where would you like to perform first? England. Ooh, I like. Yeah. I Something about England is dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. reason? I don't know. When I visit England, I was just so in awe. And it just resonated with, with me. Like, I yeah. don't know. I just love the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I just love 
um, everything about England. I can't explain what it is because I've been to, I love Spain, I've been to Greece, Italy, Spain, Ibiza, all of the hype and beautiful, but yeah. something about England. And I don't know why it always, I always used to be dreaming about England right through. Like it always, mm -hmm. you'll have a dream and you'll remember and you're dreaming. Yeah, yeah. Doing and something. I think some of that too is like again Caribbean people in general always had this fascination um with the royals and the English because of obviously the history with you know the yeah. English being in the Caribbean yeah, too that. so I, I think it's kind of embedded in our heads too right yeah <laughs> so I got I got two more questions for you what's next for you what is coming in 2021 maybe another album down the road more music what you got bubbling definitely um I took a little break, a little breather right after this imaginary carnival season. Mm -hmm. um, to burn a little bit of my baby. Tabanka. Then, Do you have Tabanka? Because I have carnival Tabanka. Eh? No, I mean, this is first year, so I'm like, uh, I try not to take it on. I just try to yeah. keep on feeling that it was needed. It was needed. You know, yeah. it's a holy strain. And 2022 will come soon. And I believe there's going to be a carnival in 2022. And the borders will open soon. I but, hope so, yeah. because I want you to come to Toronto for our Toronto Carnival, a.k.a. Caravana, a.k.a. whatever else anybody calls it. I call yes. it Caravana. You got to come for Caravana. You Do you have think you'll have any for 2021? That is a good question. I see, I've seen some things online where they're they're planning for possible online. I don't know. Like right now, it's different. It's different in Canada. It's different in where the province that I am, Ontario, Toronto. It's different right now. We're still in like this weird phase of things are still locked down um, mm -hmm. and not everything's open. So it's anybody's guess, man. But I'm in some real tabanka. Like I miss going out and seeing my people, seeing performers like yourself come into the scene, going to concerts to watch you guys perform. Uh, my heart, <laughs> my musical heart is dying. So you got new music coming? I have new music coming. Um, I have one with a session artist. I would not say the person name because it's a surprise. Yeah. I have another collab coming out and I'm looking to do more collaborations. I haven't been doing much collaborations and I think that is needed to get the name Cheetal out there because a lot of people would know a song. Yeah. And song and who's singing the song, they don't know. They just yeah. don't know the name. So they that kind of fusion. That's why I needed to do a little more music videos to get myself out there. Do it a little bit where they could actually go and watch, yeah. whether it, it, it actually be sexy or what, where yeah. they could watch because I'm on that mission where they need to know who sing the song. Yeah, and not absolutely. that they hear the song, they know the song, and they have to wait to see me on a stage and say, oh, that's the girl who sing it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You Once you're in their face with the collabs and, 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 and the music, I'm telling you, it's just going to keep growing. I'm so proud yeah. of you. So proud Thank of you. you. <laughs> so because you. March, right? March is the month of us celebrating women anyways, whether you're in the UK, US, Australia, even Canada, you know, March is the month of women. So I have to ask this one question that I've been asking all my guests. We know that the music industry is predominantly male. For anybody that's locked on watching you, a younger female, wanting to pursue music right and knowing the challenges they may face what is one key advice you could give them oh my greatest advice to give to young females is never ever come into this industry without proper management i know mm -hmm. it may be hard to find a proper manager you may not even know if a manager is legit or not but at least have some some sort of representation or a mediator. If you can't even yeah. have a manager, have a mediator because you know, there's a bag of wolves and people who are just ready to take advantage. They are not going to take anybody seriously at all because it's so fluctuated and it's so there's so many so much people wanting to do it. They know yeah. how much people are hungry. So these sharks are just ready to like wait for some very desperate person to yeah. come on scene and um, do the attack. Now, if you have a mediator and you have somebody to deal with you direct, um, like, how it is? Artists, you don't have to deal with the producer. You're yeah. an artist, you don't have to deal with the, with the DJ. You have somebody to, you know, buffer for Do you. that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That is a good piece of advice. Yeah. That is a um, good piece. You don't, nobody could say anything about you. Nobody could... Um, not, I mean, you can't stop people from seeing stuff, but at least they don't have no ammunition, you know, yeah. 
you have that person doing everything you don't lease yeah so they can say or treat you anyhow or say oh, they want to go on a date or oh, i like you or your eye blue or yeah. red <laughs> whatever it doesn't matter get yeah. a um get a manager yeah and that's a cool Man, that I've asked that question in many different ways, not just women, to a lot of people. And that's probably the best advice I've heard anybody say. Oh my God, that's so great. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, definitely it worked for me when I realized the challenges when I was trying to do it on my own. And yeah. I realized, I was like, no way, I don't even want to. Sometimes I'd be like, I wouldn't have a manager. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, could you message this producer for me? Because I don't want to message this producer. I don't want to, to send my music to this DJ because this DJ might come at me in this particular way. Right. So right. I could go on and on, but in a nutshell, yeah, that's basically what All right. Is. So yeah. you're ready for me now? We're going to have some fun. So for mm. people who locked on to, to episode one, I played a game with my first guest. I'm going to play a game with you. So I call it Get to Know the Ladies of the Zone. And in this case, because you are Trinidadian, you're home, I want you to represent your people and your country. So in this game, I'm going to give you some Trini words or some Trini sayings, and you're going to tell us what they mean. Okay, good. Are you yes. ready? I'm going to start off easy, right? Yeah. First word is bacchanal. Bacchanal, that is like carnival. That is well, I mean, bacchanal have different um things it's drama, cursing, um, altercations, yeah, like drama, like bacchanal, drama. You got it bacchanal right. Means drama. It's a double meaning. Yeah. Bacchanal means fun, soca, carnival. Yes. Yeah. She got it right. Woo! All right. I need I need like um I need an audience clapping. Okay. I'm gonna give you a next one. Ready? Mama guy. Mama guy is sweet talking, meaning like you're you you want something from somebody, mm. but you have to like well make them feel nice. Yeah, you have to like, say, Oh, your hair looks so pretty, but you know it's not, <laughs> you know. <laughs> All well, this food isn't there, but you know it's not really tasting all that. Yeah, lie. You just got a mama guy, them and lie. <laughs> that's that's basically yeah, just mama guy, just making somebody feel real good, like making them feel on top of the world when it's not really so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody, don't mama guy JDL. Is she gonna know? All right, here's the next one. Never see come for see. Never see come see. Yeah, yeah. never see come see. Yeah, never see comes. It means you're um you're not accustomed. Like you're you're just over hype of something. Like oh my gosh, um yeah, I can like a groupie. Yeah, you know, um like you're not accustomed and you're you're, you're showing off yourself a bit too much yeah. with this. Oh my gosh, like if you get a bracelet and it's the first time you get a bracelet and you're showing off and like that's when you see never see a little too extra extra. Yeah, a little too extra. <laughs> really, really. Like you never see it before. Let me see it now. What, what, what is this? And you just, you're curious. <laughs> you're overdoing it. Yeah, All you're right. overdoing it for the curiosity. Okay. <laughs> that's that's yeah. right. She got that right too. All right, here's the next yeah. one. And I want to know if anybody's ever told you this because you've gone and come back. Fresh water Yankee. <laughs> now, I've always <laughs> keep my accent, truly accent, pure and local. I've never came up, um, came back and switched on them. But fresh water Yankees, when you go away at Trini for the first time, and probably you come back and you just switch on them when you're real Yankee, you know, your accent <laughs> high up there with the American, you know? <laughs> a lot of people do this, yeah. Trini, I should be proud. You're repping your country well. Okay, here's some yeah. next ones. These next ones are a little funny. Ready? And I'm Guyanese and I'm Canadian, so I'm really bad at these accents, so I'm sorry in advance. Okay, here's this next one. But what jail is this? <laughs> well, you, well, you want to know what country that's from? Yeah. No, no, no. I want you to tell me what that means. Oh, what the jail is this? Well, I mean, they just see that as a slang. Like, what, what the hell? Or what nonsense is this? What right. crap is this? You know, like they just say, what jail is this? They, okay. they just put jail there. I don't know why. Maybe up to now, I don't know why. But it's used all kind of different words, but it's really what crap or what nonsense is this? Oh. All right. That's what, right, too. Okay, here's the next one. Yeah. Here's the next one. <clears throat> like you went to school in August and your best subject was recess? 
Oh, you're wet. The school in August and your best subject. Yeah. Because you're not, um, you're not really out there. Right? You yeah, understand? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly um, right. I'm going to read you this next one. The first time my friend said this to me, I was like, but wait, what is this? Your father is a glass maker? <laughs> You're blocking the TV. You know? <laughs> You're blocking the TV. And people are trying to watch the TV, but like your father, like apparently he does build glass for you out there and bossy. And you, you're in front of the glass. You know? <laughs> ah, that one kills me. Okay, the last one. Yeah. Anytime is Trinidad time. Late. You understand? You're always Trinidad is fashionably late. Right, true. <laughs> so anytime is Trinidad time. Uh -huh. I think, yeah, meaning like, I think that what it means is that Trinidad always late. Yes. And anytime is Trinidad time. And yes, it, it's just, they don't take time seriously. I love it. You Trini know, family, she represented well. She got them yeah. all right. Yes. <laughs> I love Thank it. Thank you. <laughs> Let the everybody that's locked on, and because this is going to be on YouTube and Twitch and, and Facebook after this is done, and I'll send you a copy of it, but let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Oh, uh, definitely on Instagram. Call me Chidal. C-A-L-L-M-E-J-A-D-E-L. -E -E that's on Call Me Chidal Instagram. And on Facebook, I'm just Chidal, J-A-D-E-E-L. J-A-D-E-L, Leger, L-E-G-E-R-E. So thank you so much. You answer DMs, yeah, she talks in the DM, she answers you, so. Yeah, I just take a day in the week and I try to, you know, sort them out and answer fans and be polite. To the fellas locked on, don't try to keep sneaking in her DMs and tell her some nonsense. If you're going to come correct. and see which one is, you know, Polite, polite right? one. Yeah. Don't just come in the DM to come in the DM, come in the DM and come in right, okay? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Janelle, thank you so much for being on The Zone, episode two, season three for Planet Soka so and the family. Thank you so much. This was such a great interview. I'm so <laughs> looking forward to all your stuff. Please tell your daughter we said hello and thank you for being here. I definitely, uh, she started ball on the place there, so you know, when I'm dealing with her, I don't know what's going on. She always mommy struck, but thank you so much for having me. Thank I appreciate you it. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this too. Thank you so much. Everybody who's locked on, if if you if you want to share out the link, it's going to be posted on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. It stays there forever, so make sure you plan it. You follow Planet Soka on all those platforms. I'm your girl, MC Nods, your host. This was JDL with me today. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Woo. Uh, thank you. Bye. Bye. Have a good day. You too. <laughs> All right.